0: Welcome to episode 10 of the No Balls Cricket Podcast. Uh, I am the respected journalist Aditya Devath, hopeless cricketer, as has been discovered uh, in a couple of games, but anchoring the show today alongside, as usual, our club cricketer Siddharth Slanki.
1: Am I not the junior cricketer?
0: Sorry, you're the junior pro club, club cricketer as SP. I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Also, because you, you know the last show we did, which was three, four weeks ago, Uh Sid Sid mentioned that um, you guys don't understand why I ever got picked to play for Singapore, but the last um, game we played, the last game of cricket we played, I absolutely smashed it. So I just need I need uh I need an apology.
0: Yeah, I I do feel um, I do feel like we owe him one. Um, as we. We, we, he, he surprised us all. None,
2: none. <laughs> do the honors, please. None coming because I picked up a four four today, and he was just lucky. The, that, <laughs>
0: that that was the club cricketer talking about his club cricket exploits. No, but to be fair, we were surprised by the way Sid bat- batted the the last time we played.
1: Yeah, an average of 29.9.
2: Yeah, we were surprised.
0: Uh, a test match anchoring innings, an uh, innings that anchored a test match win. That was impressive. Slightly spoil it with your failed chase at the end, but
1: failed chase. I, <laughs> bro, you were on the other <laughs> end. <laughs> you, you were the reason we failed the chase.
0: This is true. This. Yeah, it was pretty much the reason everybody lost that day. I would like to think that my captaincy was stellar and made up for my lack of batting or bowling acumen.
2: <laughs>
0: um. So, what do you think you are,
2: Mike? Really? Yeah, I was. Uh, oh I no! Was wait. Sorry, sorry, no, 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 wait, I'm I'm giving you too much
0: respect there. You're Darren Sammy, that's what you are. Dude, I love Darren Sammy, I would take that as a compliment. Cricketing ability is zero though. I mean, he could hit hit a ball of far away. Of- yeah, but not in test cricket. No, he won t- a Like T-20, he'll have that for his entire life. Did I? Well, I was talking about tests, where have we reached? Anyway. <laughs> uh, anyway, right, uh, speaking of tests, there were two series played, we're just going to quickly run through the scores. Um... India as expected beat West Indies 2-0 Prithvi Shaw got a d- debut turn in, in in the first innings which we won by uh, uh sorry in the first test which we won by an innings, innings. and then we cantered home in the second test as well uh thanks to a tenfer from Umesh Yadav good on him i think that's the only the fourth ever 10 for by a by an indian bowler in india um, so that was a unsurprising but still good result for India and Pakistan beat Australia 1-0 in, in their series Australia got a you know a very creditable draw saving the match on the final day in the first test but then collapsed in the second test another 10 for a fast bowler there Mohamed Abbas by the way already talk, now being talked up as the number one bowler in the world it remains to be seen I you know endorsements don't get farther than the actual uh, don't get better than the actual number one bowler in the world saying it so yeah, fair enough by the way, that was Dale Steyn who said it. We are not calling Jimmy Anderson the number one bowler in the world. I don't care. I, you mean Jimmy I don't Anderson. care what the stats man says about the stats.
1: No, I think even Jimmy Anderson admits that Dale Steyn is better than him.
0: Uh, fair enough. I, I think that would be very um, honest of him if he does. But yeah, so the, the uh, two test series just bring into a uh, talking about that we've been wanting to discuss for a long time now, which is a test championship. Um, just a brief rundown of how the Test Championship is going to work. It's been announced that from 2019 to 2021, so there's going to be a two-year cycle of matches, uh, oddly starting with an India-West Indies series. India going to the West Indies next July. Um, and then in, I think, June... Sorry, yeah, June 2021, there will be a final uh, between the first and second place size teams over the next uh, two years. So there's 120 points up for every series regardless of the length so if it's a five match series then each match winning each match is worth 24 if it's a two match series winning each match is worth 60 points um no no difference between winning home and away, and bas but basically the difference is the the, the the format is rather that each team will play at least three tests uh three series home and three series away and then whoever comes in at the end as one and two will play a final so, that is the format. Uh, lots to talk about. Um, the home and away skew, I think, is the, uh, or the lack of a home and away skew, rather. Uh, like, a lack of worth for winning an away series. I think that's the biggest sort of drawback of the format at the moment. Um.
2: Yeah, I I, I, I would have thought they would have had it kind of like an away goals rule in uh, football. Um, that would have made the most sense, you know, having a more weightage to win test matches away from home because it's very difficult in the modern day and age for any team to win a test match away from home i mean nobody's doing it and the best team at the moment that we think is india in terms of uh test cricket because they're just so dominant at home can't win a series away they may win the odd test match but series are just virtually impossible <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think, and there's also very. I I think there's also no sort of credit for performances as well. Like, like India, for example, have performed decently away, but not winning matches. And I'm just wondering if there's any where there was scope to build that in in any way whatsoever.
1: Are you, Are you suggesting there should uh, be something like the goals difference?
0: Yeah, maybe. I think. I mean, look, India would have been screwed by that point anyway because we lost the series four-one. But, um, I like. I do think that there's there's more credit in say losing a series two one versus four one if it's a five match series for example in that matter. There is that, that way, right? Get, you you, get, you points get, get points for the points
1: draw
0: for the win. <laughs> or a win. So you get points you do the, get, you you get, get, points, get the for points for the draw as well. But I'm saying it should <laughs> matter more. The point is, it would matter more if it's away, right? Like it should, and away draw is worth more, more than a home draw. Is what I'm is what I'm saying. No, I don't think so. I think in a way, win is worth more than a home win, but not a draw. I think that's debatable, man. Like you see, you you see the Pakistan series where they went and war, went to England and and drew two two, which is what two years ago I think or last year. Um it no, was a
2: couple, couple years ago.
0: ago. And you like from a Pakistani perspective, that's a really good result, right? That's getting you know drawing that series in in England. No, I mean what I'm trying to say is I don't think there should be any
2: extra points for drawing a Test match. Drawing a series should. Have a, an extra point added to it because simply put your winning test matches to do that, so.
0: Unless he draws 0, zero. Yeah, in, in which case you don't deserve <laughs> it. The other thing is there's no bonus for a series win. So, like, you get, I mean, you get the points from, like, each match that you win in that series. But it's not like you get an there's extra, there's any extra incentive to say win the series.
2: No, Fair enough, but, but you get the points for the test match. So, I mean, I mean that, it's, that it's enough you, incentive.
1: Yeah, Isn't that the point? You win the test matches and then you win the
0: series. So, why have an extra... Um... But, I mean, don't you think that there's, yeah, no, there's sort I, of I, I, an then, achievement factor to winning a series that is more than just winning a, a collection of matches?
2: No, I don't think so. I, I mean, I don't see it as... As having any extra incentive to win a series over winning just just winning three test matches. Yeah, because people... It, it just adds to the same thing.
1: People will still want to win the test matches, regardless of whether... Uh, I mean, if they win the test match, they win the series, right?
0: Look, what what I, what I mean to say is, like, let's say you have a scenario of, like, say there's a five-match series which you win 2-0 versus which you win, I don't know, 3-2. Now, tech, I mean, especially if it's away from home, I, I would say that the 2-0 series win is as good an achievement as a 3-2 win, but you w- you get more points for, for winning 3-2 because you've just won more matches, which I would feel is a little unfair. No, you won't. No, you yeah, won't. Yeah, you would. Because you'd get the points for Ow. each win. Yeah, but you'd get points for three draws. Actually, let me work the, work the math out on that one. Hang on. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Never mind then.
2: This was like the most.
0: You get, you get. Discussion. I mean, that was yeah,
2: exactly, exactly. Like you have to factor in the draw. That's a fair point. The points yeah. for a draw.
0: Fair enough. I stand corrected. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the like the other talking points, I guess, from the test match or the the, the format rather, India and Pakistan can't play each other unless it's the final. So that that's um like it, we have an ICC tournament where which can't capitalize on that particular money making machine, which is gonna suck. Um, And then you have you have some legacy series like the Ashes, India versus England, South Africa versus England, all built into this. Which should be which? Do you think it adds anything to those, or does it just okay? It's the Ashes, so we care about that anyway.
2: Um, I mean, I don't think it's going to add any extra spice to already spicy series. If that's
0: what you're trying to say, I don't know. I feel like the um, like knowing that it counts to something bigger than just winning the Ashes. Do you think that?
1: I think for, for the English and Australian fans... There the is nothing is, bigger.
0: Is the biggest
1: trophy, yeah. <laughs> I think eventually this will end up being... I, I appreciate the ICC for trying to add some context to um, test matches, but eventually I think this will end up just like the Community Shield. Because... <laughs>
0: Wow! <laughs> wow! No, because so essentially, because we, the, so essentially, the ICC Test Championship <laughs> final is going to be like a charity match.
1: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I don't know if people people would actually care about this that much because I don't. I don't care if we're we're the winners of the Test Championship.
0: I think the point is I mean, it should, it sort of answers the question who's the best Test team in the world. Like the it it's one way of finding a definitive answer for that. Um, because you'd think you you would have only gotten into the final by consistently performing over two years in the first place, and then you either you beat the first place team or you beat the second place team. I you know both of which would be a creditable achievement to get to yeah. to, to get that particular tag.
1: I guess so. it's 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 slightly better than ha- the test rankings at least. So I'll give them that.
0: Yeah, SP. Do you think that is? Are there any like glaring drawbacks that you think? Uh, that, that you've spotted just in, in the first edition of this?
2: Yeah, it's quite simple. I mean, everybody doesn't play everybody. And all 12 test teams aren't involved. I mean, there's only 9 involved. Yeah. Afghanistan and uh, Ireland and Zimbabwe Ireland. aren't involved in the test championship at all. Um, and yeah, so I mean, that's the first drawback you find. Secondly, <laughs> everybody doesn't play everybody. Even within those nine teams, you're only playing three series home and away. Now, that could be very easy for a team like India because if two out of those three away series are in Sri Lanka and the West Indies, you're going to get points for those anyway. So, that that's not fair. Secondly, India's not playing Pakistan. Um, yeah, but that's
0: a that's a political quagmire more than anything else. So yeah.
2: No, I agree. But my point is very simple. For it to be fair, everybody has to play everybody. I don't think the format, I think the I guess, format so what, is going to need work.
1: So what, Sid, what you're saying is that ICC should go solve the Kashmir issue. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, uh, the other thing they could have done, well, uh, not, uh, uh, I mean, they they have to solve their own issues first before they move on to Kashmir. But, um.
1: Get that Munavar guy first. But yeah, carry on.
2: No, I think the first thing that they needed to do and and I, I think the most sensible thing that they needed to do was take twelve teams, split them up into two groups of six or two conferences or whatever the hell you want to call it, and then have six teams play five series home and away against each other that would make would have made the most sense
0: but i I think getting that to fit into the schedule would have been really tough because right? you've got i mean you've got April and may blocked out for the IPL. Um, you've got... You're going to have another World T20 in what in 2020 as it were. Um, so it's like there's just like you to fit everything in around that would have probably become like a logistical nightmare.
2: No, and but then instead of having it every... Having it over two years, have it over four years.
1: That's... that's Again, that's a really long period because squads change. A lot of th- the things change. And the... the Idea of having two, two groups, and then India, Australia, and England not being in one group will piss off a lot of people because obviously those are the biggest money makers uh, for the respective boards and um, ICC as well. And if you have those three so in what one you group, could do, the other groups far too weak. They'll never yeah. earn any money.
0: Yeah, that's completely true.
2: That is true actually. But what you could do was you could split India. So, you have the four big teams, India, Australia, South Africa, and England. I know South Africa aren't financially on the same backing as the other three, but they're still
0: a big team. So, you
2: split those, them up, two in each
0: group. But then you there are five the is, You have to do English. England and Australia in one group, and you have to do and, and India. And that's the thing, in, even for India, the biggest series would be playing against England or Australia. Like, obviously, we care about, we would care about South Africa, but just not as much
2: or then the other thing you could do is have everybody play everybody at neutral venues
1: but then that's a lot of a lot of people watch test cricket right especially in countries yeah. like england and australia and you don't want to take them yeah. take cricket away from them
0: dude i mean we exactly. hyderabad had a crowd for india west indies doing that test match and we knew where it was going to end up so like, there is a good backing for test like for test match cricket fans and you wouldn't want to deprive them of that
2: yeah, but Rajkot didn't, and I
0: think Gudu can attest yeah, to But that. Rajkot wasn't—I I, Gudu will also attest to why it wasn't a great place to be yeah. watching a test match. <laughs> uh,
1: it was way too hot, man. It's forty degrees. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Also, I, I was sitting next yeah. to uh, sitting next to Prithvi Shaw's dad's best
0: friends. Wow. You. Sh- uh, i I, yeah. hope, I hope when he when he comes home to celebrate, he invites you, man.
2: <laughs> yeah, the funny thing is, yeah, we have a celebrity. We have a celebrity in our midst. The fu-
0: the funny thing is, because they
1: they were obviously sitting somewhere else, and then they must have spoken to someone at the ground saying, you know, we're related to Prithvi. Can we come up and watch it? So they came up, and as soon as he got out, this guy comes from behind. It's like, do you guys want to move? Oh man, that's sounds... as soon as he got out, there. Like, <laughs> <Wow. out. laughs> oh, wow. Indian
2: Test cricket, everybody. The BCCI, ladies and gentlemen. Um, anyway, by the way, SP. The, the yeah, shocking
0: uh, thing is that India will not play Sri Lanka during the next two years, or as part of this uh, Test Championship cycle. Good. No, that's two three nil wins blown. <laughs> I, I don't, don't want to see worry, we we're, we're, Sri Lanka ever again. <laughs> no, no worry. We're playing Bangladesh. We've got we've got one series. They're not in the. Oh yeah, they are in the Test yes, Championship. Oh man.
2: Okay. Um. No, the other thing with the Test Championship is you have to allow series outside of it, like marquee series.
0: Like the Ashes, for example. What do you mean outside of it, though? Don't you think all of it should be building up to the, to the end goal of declaring a number one side?
2: No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying you could have India, England and Australia play each other in a shorter series. Maybe not for the Ashes. Because mm. um, the Ashes has to be a five-match, winner-takes-all drama kind of series, doesn't it? It deserves that spotlight.
1: Sure. But it'll still have that spotlight. There'll just be an overarching story around it.
2: I mean we're, we're going to get an Ashes series in the midst of a Test Championship next year so yeah. we're going to see how that plays out. But yeah I mean that was the main problem that I felt with the format. I thought splitting it up would have been more I mean if you're trying to make it a fair competition then splitting it into two groups uh, mm-hmm. according to the ICC test rankings even though you don't agree with them that's an easy way of splitting um, the the teams into two groups but
1: there's far too much money then, involved so it'll never happen. Uh
2: yeah I that's that's the whole problem right all of it at the end of the day is down to the ICC's bottom line and they're not interested in anything else other than money. And maybe, hopefully, hopefully the Test Championship provides us some decent cricket. And I think the one thing that Test Match Cricket has been lacking is competitive Test Cricket because teams are at home are obliterating team, teams that come from abroad.
0: And that is the problem. But I don't see that that's changing because of this, right? You're still... I mean, that's literally one of the most... Uh... One of the bigger issues that we've highlighted, that it's it's still, it's still not addressing the home and away skew at all. No, it doesn't. And
2: the whole problem with that is that um, there has to be something done about it. Maybe you appoint neutral curators. Maybe you give touring teams more time to prepare. prepare. There's a number of things that could go into actually making away teams more competitive. But um, I don't think anybody's doing anything about it at this point.
0: Yeah, I think... I mean, I, I think that's a separate uh, separate point to talk about altogether. But yeah, within the... I, I think from the Test Championship point of view, I, I think my only issue with the home and away thing is that is you just don't get more credit for winning in a away series. And I think that's a little harsh on, on the format as a whole. Because it is an achievement to win away from home. Um, but yeah... Quickly wrapping this up. So, like like I said, the test, the championship is going to start with an India-West Indies series, uh, in India touring West Indies next year, uh, in in July right after the World Cup. Um, uh, yeah. So the Test Championship final is going to happen in twenty twenty one at Lords, first versus second place after the next two years. Does anyone want to want to you know stick their neck out and make a prediction for who's who's making the final and who's winning?
2: Um, I'm gonna go with. India, because I think we're actually genuinely a good side.
1: South, Africa.
0: South Africa, yeah, yeah. South Africa's whole,
2: but then of course South Af- South Africa being South Africa, they'll choke and lose the game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we're so we're all saying India's going to be the number one side in two years, three years, rather. I am, yeah, fair enough. South Africa, by the way, have a. They've got Australia at home, England at home, and Sri Lanka at home in in this cycle. And the away series is, the tough one is India. Other than that, they've got Pakistan and the West Indies. Pakistan's also probably a tough series for them. So it's not an easy schedule for those guys. Mm, It'll be interesting to see who has the easiest schedule. Well, India's away series are Australia, New Zealand and uh, the West Indies. So It's not exactly easy not. So that would be, I mean, it would be interesting to see what happens. But um, Gudu, you're also going with India, South Africa?
1: Yeah, India, South Africa, because I don't see um, I don't see Australia doing too well, uh, and I don't know what's going to happen to England once their fast bowlers retire. So yeah, that's India, an, South Africa. Considering how well point. South Africa what, do outside of South Africa, yeah, I think we'll see them in the watch final.
2: Watch out! What I would say, watch out for Pakistan. They're a dangerous side. Their bowling lineup is second to none. Yeah, yeah but as as.
1: Uh, I was reading something I don't know if it was on Twitter or Crickinfo or Crickbuzz but they were saying how um, Pakistan's well let's say academy they've not been creating enough players who've actually played for Pakistan since 2011 they've had like a massive um, reduction in the number of players coming through
0: interesting that seems like something we could uh, have an entire pod on Pod on, yeah, going yeah. into Pakistan cricket. Yeah, I wouldn't mind doing that. I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna say India-Pakistan final, by the way, just because of yeah. the just because just because of the cricket romantic in me. I want it to happen. I've or,
1: been... or because it's all fixed and the want <laughs> to, ICC want to make as much money as possible. This is a perfect segue into next segment.
0: Absolutely. Um. By the way, both of you guys are Lovely. picking India over South Africa at Lords. Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah. By by by, twenty twenty one, we'll have some uh, better fast bowlers, I guess.
2: No, I'm picking South Africa. Uh, sorry, India. Simply because South
0: Africa have
2: a notorious jokers.
0: <laughs> and it's a it's a one off five day match. Five time, five days they could choke.
2: It's a one off five day knockout match. It's Five days do you they could choke.
0: By the way, so much opportunity. <laughs> By the way, said uh, India's fast bowling attack is already pretty good.
1: Yeah, but I didn't say it was not good, I said it'll get better.
0: Right. Yeah, I'm also gonna pick an India win, but over Pakistan. Um so yeah, that's the test I think, championship. You know how Sorry, go ahead.
1: Uh, just just before we just before we end, yeah. I was thinking instead of having if you know how you said if it goes to the final and it's a draw, the team which has had more points in the league table wins. I think they should they should have a never ending test match.
0: Timeless test so,
1: Yeah, so there should be a winner.
0: Wow. Uh, yeah, I don't think I mentioned that earlier, but yeah. Maybe the, it'll
1: go on for like a few months. <laughs> Imagine all the money the ICC
0: can earn. Yeah. Oh my god. Diminishing returns at the stadium, uh, but sure. Yeah, there is... Uh, we didn't mention that about the format, I, I apologize. But basically, the if you finish first, you have a slight leg up going into the final. Because if, dr- uh, if the final ends in a draw, then the team that finished first over the two-year cycle will automatically be declared the winner of the championship. So yeah if for all you know it could just be fixed india will win will finish number 1 and then th- that test match will just be fixed into a draw uh right speaking of fixing matches we are now going to dedicate a segment to match fixing as it were um we've had it's been a fairly explosive week when it comes to corruption and fixing in cricket uh and it's just bringing back a, a bunch of demons that probably have just never gone away to begin with um so, just to round up of the news here, firstly, Sanat Jayasurya Surya was charged by the ICC's anti-corruption unit, uh, not specific, as he says, not specifically related to uh, any allegations of fix, match fixing, pitch fixing, spot fixing, whatever, but simply for not cooperating with the with the ACU, which in itself is fairly dubious. Um, at the same time, former Pakistani spinner Danish Kanaria ma- admitted his guilt in a... Long-standing case from 2009 uh, over um, fixing in the English domestic scene. Um, and then, of course, today, uh, the, Al Jazeera has released the second part of its uh, documentary on match fixing in cricket. So, uh, more, you know, more than a right. second part, it's a follow-up, I think. Right. Well, I mean, part two, follow-up, whichever. But yeah, so you have got that. A few weeks ago, l- l- late last month, actually... Um, Actually, early this month. I think the... the sli- I mean, a little off the radar, but one of the uh, like bigger sort of scalps in this sense from an ICC perspective is three Hong Kong cricketers were um, charged by the ICC for uh, match fixing. And I think it's the first uh, instance of proven fixing, or at least like charges related to um, international T20 games. And everyone's always been saying that T20 is rife with fixing. Everyone, you know, I mean, I think... All a good proportion of everybody just believes that the IPL is fixed every season. So um Just you know, just
1: when we didn't have didn't need to give uh the ICC another reason to continue with the ten team World Cup. <laughs> ruining, exactly. ruining the associate
0: nations' names. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Hon- three Hong Kong cricketers have ruined it for everyone. But I mean um,
2: Hong Kong are never gonna make a World Cup anyway, so why bother with them?
0: Too small a country. So so essentially it's okay for them to take money to lose a game because they were gonna lose anyway. No, yeah. I mean it's not okay.
2: <laughs> the point is, it's not okay to take money, but it's just that uh, too insignificant to matter.
0: Fair enough. But yeah, look, uh, I mean, it, it just seems like it's it's been a cycle for now. We obviously had the uh, the, the Pakistan spot fixing case in 2010. You know, before that it was early 2000s. Like before that was like mid nineties, it's just been a like every so often match fixing sort of reels its ugly head in uh, when it comes to cricket, and then this seems to be one of those moments um right now. But SP, what do you think about the whole Jay Jayasurya case? Uh look, simply put, he hasn't
2: cooperated with the ACU. And the thing that worries me is why would somebody as esteemed as Sanar Jai Surya with his own sex tape not call co- not uh, cooperate with the ACA. <laughs> Such an esteemed individual, yeah. you know, 10,000 runs in one-day cricket, 9,000 runs in test cricket, his own sex tape, he's MP of his country, uh, is an MP in Sri Lanka, I'm sorry.
0: And, uh, if on the off chance, if Pornhub reports a sudden spike in Google search in, in searches for Sana Surya sex tape I want royalties listen I don't think anybody should ever watch that in their
2: lives it is the most (laughs) disturbing piece of video footage ever so you have watched it I had to it was Saraj Jaisuri I just wanted to see what the (laughs) fuck the fuss was about and whether it was really him (laughs) and guess what it really is him okay we'll take your word for it Uh, I mean uh, Um, judging from his bald head um well i think is, is this, <laughs> is this one of the,
1: is this one of the moments where uh we say okay we'll share this link on our twitter account
2: uh um, <laughs> i'm not putting it up <laughs> that's up to you
0: guys i'm scared now right so with surya it's the it's the it's sri lanka's series last year against zimbabwe that's under the scanner and um again you would wonder you know, why Zim- why a Zimbabwe series?
1: Because the cricket was too boring. They
0: had to do something to spice it up. <laughs> but <laughs> it, it, it that doesn't work if it's only getting spiced up a year later. Listen, but I mean, Sri
2: Lanka have been so bad for the last three or four years that I, I find it hard to believe that they weren't capable of losing to Zimbabwe. <laughs> like, I mean, the it's... the match-fixing, like, it's possible... But it seems l- less likely that the, the games were fixed and more likely that Sri Lanka were just shit.
0: Yeah, the, 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 this is largely about a match against uh, which Zimbabwe won. Obviously, Zimbabwe won the series that year. But um, it's the, the, the specific match that everyone's talking about, Zimbabwe set uh, Sri Lanka a 301 run target and then won anyway. Um, and that, there's just, I think Chair has just refused to answer any questions about it and uh, whatever I IC, ICC has wanted to ask him, he's just not said anything.
2: Yeah, but that, uh, so that brings up two questions, right? One, what is he hiding? <clears throat> okay. Uh, and the other thing is, why would he not cooperate? If he doesn't have anything to hide, why will he not cooperate?
0: Yeah, I mean, that that's just a, it just seems like a, like, damning yourself by, by inaction, essentially.
2: Yeah, I mean, and it's, I mean, this could, this goes back all the way to, like, the Pakistan team of the 90s, where pretty much everybody was involved, and yet, they chose to not reveal anything. And the Kayyum Commission, I think it was in the late 90s that investigated all of that? They came up with nothing. But you knew that these guys had been fixing for so long.
1: So that's, I I presume that's the influence of the people behind the scenes, right?
2: So my question here is what is actually going on behind the scenes? Have they done it? Have they not done it? Have they conspired to do it but
0: then bailed out at the last minute? I mean, with Pakistan, we know much later, there's a, like, uh, there was a, a blatant case of them conspiring and then following through on it. And, um, you know, Salman Bhatt and Mohammed Asif pretty much killed their careers. Listen, uh, Pakistan's
2: Pakistan's track record of fixing goes all the way back to Salim Malik in 94 when he allegedly offered Mark Warren, Shane Warren money to throw games. Right. That, yeah. of course, ended up becoming a huge fracas when the uh, Pakistan team toured Australia that winter. Um, but, and their, Pakistan's history is the most checkered. I mean, people have missed games. Wasim Makram dropped out of a World Cup quarterfinal in mysterious circumstances. You know, things like that have happened. And then there was that whole business with their wicketkeeper deciding that he can't deal with the fixers anymore and he wants to seek political asylum in London. In the middle of a series in Australia, his name was Zulqarnain Haider. If I'm not mistaken.
0: I remember Zulkarnain Haider. It's a, it, I had to that jog my memory for a second because the moment he starts saying something about, bad about a Pakistani wicketkeeper, I just get images of Kama and Akmal in my head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I just feel like the, the the topic is going there. But I remember Zulqarnain Haider in his case, yeah.
2: So, but again, like I said, Pakistan cricket is littered with games matches, series, where they've been utter rubbish and then turned it on and and been Pakistan. But that's them. Like, I don't think that's match-fixing. I think that's Pakistan cricket.
1: Yeah, but I think think the problem with Pakistan might be that, obviously, they're not paid as well as the Indian cricketers. Yeah. And then the people who essentially run this whole um, match-fixing business are based in Pakistan. So... It must just be easier for them to get a hold of these guys.
0: Yeah, and also I think there's a there's a concern that essentially they end up preying on young up and coming cricketers. E- even in cases, in some cases, cricketers who haven't made their you know made it up to the national team, but it's like okay, you know, we'll have one in our pocket in case he does. Um, and then it's just like just having someone who essentially owes quite a lot to you, and then you just get get that cricketer to follow commands in that sense. And yeah I think Pakistani like young Pakistani cricketers, have been subject to that sort of uh, that sort of thing for a while now yeah unfortunately not really a yeah, the, game.
2: okay the other thing with this whole jay surya affair right is that
1: by affair are you talking about the sex tape or <laughs> back to the match fixing uh
2: the sex tape was his ex- <laughs> was his ex wife so i don't think that can be classified oh, as an right, affair right right fair, um, fair, fair. I no, still can't no, believe you watched it though, dude. Like, why? Listen, it is the most disturbed. I just had to make sure it was actually him. Why did you? Let's uh, not go so into those to reasons. You. Anyway, no. uh, point is I did and I'm much more disturbed for it. Um, so look, you, you. I think you have to look at uh, the Jaisuria case as a one-off. In terms of he's probably trying to protect his own political skin. He's still an MP, remember. He may have been chairman of selectors, but he's still an MP in Sri Lanka. And I think that outweighs anything for him at the moment. But
1: what do you mean a one-off? In, 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 just for Jaisuria or Sri just Lankan Just for Jaisuria.
2: No, no, just for Jaisuria. Okay, fair Lankan. enough. I, I think for Sri Lankan cricket, you'll have to delve deeper into the issues. Uh, and there was that, that Al Jazeera documentary did suggest certain things, but let's not go there.
1: I mean, they suggested certain things and people were sacked as a result of it.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because they Um, came
1: up, they confessed. They confessed
2: to doing it. So, the thing with match-fixing now is they target, I think, the three countries that are most susceptible to not making enough money from cricket, which are uh, uh, Pakistan, Sri Lanka, and the West Indies. And Marlon Samuels is a known case of a match-fixer who's been convicted and is carrying on his international cricket. And I think the one thing that needs to be done from here on in is that there needs
0: to be a life ban for anyone involved in anything of the sort. But do you... Th- I mean, that, that's an interesting point because I remember we this this point came up when uh, the Mohammed Ahmed case happened where he was... Uh, where I was in favor of him getting lenient treatment but not Salman Bhatt and Mohammed Asif simply because it felt like he was essentially just led down the wrong path rather than being a willfully, you know malicious person or like willfully trying to cheat people out of out of anything so do you so I do you think it's just a blanket life ban you do that or do you think you need to have you you say it's a life ban but you you also I'll build in like some contingencies for for cases like Amir
2: I the the Amir case is the only one where you feel that you have some sort of sympathy for the player because normally in these cases you're just vehemently opposing any sort of. But fixation.
0: my point being, what if what if tomorrow it's Prithvi Shaw and it's literally like him as an eighteen-year-old or nineteen-year-old? Would you you'd feel that same level of of sympathy for him, right? It's a, I think there, there's probably less difference. Uh, you no would. Difference at all. You
2: would. But the thing with Shaw is he's also far more financially secure than
0: Amir would have been at that stage. Sure, but I, I mean, look, I, I, and I, I this it's a dangerous hypothetical to bring up. So I, I am gonna say it's just a hypothetical. But if you have, say, if someone like Prithvi Shaw at the age of eighteen or nineteen has a senior figure getting him to do stuff, would then regardless of what their individual financial states are, you would still say, look, this is a kid who got le- led astray by you know senior pe- senior people that he thought he could trust, right? Uh, which is exactly what the justification justification for giving Amir a more lenient punishment compared to the other two was uh, okay so my uh, my opinion on, on this is very
2: simple amir is the one bowling the ball right he's the one in control sure.
0: of the the, the uh, of what's going on but Whether your he... captain comes up and tells you bowl and no ball this over what's and the captain like... going
2: to do if you what's the captain going to do if you don't
0: drop him
1: pressurize yeah. him to, I don't know, because it he could but, do anything. He's far too much power. Yeah,
2: but then, but then so the thing is then if the captain is using that kind of under tactic, then go to the ACU and report him, no?
1: But the thing is, it's not that easy if you're a young up-and-coming cricketer. And I'm not saying that... No, But I'm not saying anyone looks up to Salman but, as, when they were kids. But I'm pretty sure if you're just joining the... Cricket national cricket team setup. Your, it's not going to be easy for you to go and report your captain to the ACU. Yeah, it's just not possible. It's no, possible, I, but very unlikely to happen.
2: I I don't doubt that again, but I always go back to uh, the King Commission and Hanzi with this with this captain thing. There was a man named Omar Henry, if you guys remember. He played one ODI against India, which formed pretty much the basis of all the allegations against Cronier. Cronier had offered him money to to concede, I think, above 50 runs in his 10 overs. And he did that. And he took the money and he never played for South Africa again after that. So, do you risk giving up your captain and having a career of your own, or do you in that situation then choose to sort of comply and risk your own career?
0: I feel like you it's i it's just far too easy for us from from like where we're sitting to say the moment you know if you've fixed, you you deserve a life ban based on these circumstances like this, right? I think I think what Sid said about when you come into a setup, whether it was, you know, it's a Cronier case or the Salman Butt case where if you come in and you just don't have... Like, for all you know, you could be a well-meaning cricketer and you decide, okay, you know what? I can't do this, so I'm going to report my captain. And then the entire establishment tries preventing you from doing that, right? Like, Salman Bhatt will just be like, no, this guy is you know, this guy's lying, I didn't do anything, he's got no proof, he's just trying, yeah, he's just trying to create a, you know, they blacklist you in your, your, your yeah, exactly, so I think, I, I, I wouldn't, I get that you want to hold people to standards of being as good as possible, I think, I just think that it's, like, you have to understand circumstances stop people from being, like, keep, you know, it's very easy to be led astray, I guess, in that in that particular context.
2: So, is this in in that sense? Then is would the Amir case be similar to something that uh, to to what happened in Cape Town with the whole ball tampering scandal, where Bancroft has been led astray by David Warner and Smith? Yeah, not Smith, yeah, but but, ba- but
0: ba- and Bancroft's gotten a sh- shorter ban, right? Compared no, yeah, to I mean, he's not the same man. I think he's got a short. Sh- no, he's got has got, right? got
1: like six months. Said, eight oh, yeah. months.
0: Yeah. Captain Bancroft were a shorter band Smith and and Warner.
1: Because the idea was that these um, people in the setup who obviously um, had more power asked him to do it and being a a new guy he just took it upon himself to do it. So, they they forced him that's what people
0: are saying which is why I got a more lenient sentence.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. But, I mean, in in Bancroft's case it was a case of 9 months versus 12 months but it, it did... The, there was a clear, clear sort of yeah. They, it was a clear acknowledgement from Cricket Australia that look, you you're the one who went out and did the tampering, but you also did it because of what you know Warner and Smith so, Warner sort of led you to do. The, to do. the yeah. leadership group. Right, yeah.
2: Right, right. <laughs> what of this Danish Canaria thing then? I mean, do you go on and 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 I mean he's he's retired from international cricket. He's retired from first class cricket now. He's pretty much a nobody anyway. Ban- he was banned for life by the ECB anyway. So, uh, and, and England, I know, has criminal proceedings for match fixers. So, do you... I mean, how how does it work?
0: Anybody with suspicion should be banned by the ACU from playing cricket? I think or- you can't do it on suspicion. You have to have like clear, concrete evidence and, pro- uh, and be able to prove it. I, what I think would happen is, if, if the ICU and, and or the police of a certain country um, determine that there's a case to be brought, then you would assume that most cricket boards would probably just drop that particular cricketer anyway. More so, like, probably just to avoid the media circus of having that player in the squad. Um, plus, just, uh, I think it just makes it easier. You You're not... The the board would be covering its ass as well. That you know, we're not, we don't have anyone in our team that's suspected of fixing. And the moment we do, we're not playing him until he's cleared. So, I so I think in a way, just having that level of suspicion will will lead to a ban uh, of some sort. And then if you if you get tried and you you are proven innocent, uh, then I guess you have a, have a route back into playing cricket. Yeah, fair enough.
2: I mean, I guess that's the way to do it. And what of people like Jaisuria Then how do you how do you I mean. For me then if he's, if he's proven here that he's withheld some information, I think he should get a life ban from all cricket related activities
0: and I, I mean, if he's uh, broken Sri Lankan law, which is what he's subject to, then he would probably ideally he suffers the consequences of that. most likely he has powers he has the enough power to get away with it mm-hmm. but but ideally, he would suffer those consequences as well. I remember what, I mean what uh, I think there was a for the longest time. Herschel Gibbs refused to tour India or just wasn't picked for for um, South Africa touring squads in India because just because I think our, our police wanted to talk to him. Not even that I mean there was suspicion around him, but like it wasn't that our police wanted to arrest him or something. It's just that they wanted to talk to him over charges that they had. Didn't he yeah, play was, the World Cup here? Yeah? yeah, but that was after it essentially just been like okay, you nothing's gonna happen to you. Come play the World Cup. <laughs>
2: And then yeah, they, they had to give him, him an assurance that they're not going to do anything. Yeah, yeah. Fair
0: enough. Yeah. So I would think that, I would say think that the, the sort of the legal structures of every country would also just kick into gear once once uh, you know once that becomes relevant.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, as with the spot fixing case uh, in the IPL. They got live bands, both the players, Shishant and uh, the other chap. Nobody seems to remember.
0: What is his name? Chandila or something? Uh, you're you're right. Nobody seems to remember. <laughs> Shishant also, I think, continually is protesting his innocence. I I don't know. Has anybody been watching if he's talked about uh, the match fixing thing as the spot fixing thing on Big Boss? Does anybody watch Big Boss?
1: Uh, I've I've watched a bit. Um, because it's sometimes on in my uh, house. And apparently, he just. Okay, cried. I,
0: think, I think I'm gonna have a snap poll out when we publish this pod, which is more embarrassing that you've watched Big Boss, so that SP's watch the son Jay, so we have sex tape. Uh, I think Big uh, Boss. I think Big Boss, yeah. <laughs> no, but ab- apparently, <laughs> Definitely he's Big just, Boss.
1: My mom is telling me that he's just a really weird character, and he cries a lot, and he fights with basically everyone.
0: He yeah, seemed that, to that
2: fight with everyone, like even.
0: <laughs> yeah. Shame Harbhajan Singh is
1: there to slap him. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's been uh, working out, though. Good on him.
0: Yeah, Shishan's looked. The last His picture I saw of him, he looks jacked. He, yeah.
1: Him, him and Chris Tremlett. Have you seen a photo of Chris Tremlett?
0: Yeah, I have not seen a photo of Chris. A recent have, photo of Chris Tremlett. It's know.
1: It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah stupid yeah. but so anyways about match fixing
0: I Sid are you saying something I couldn't hear you
1: no no I said anyways getting back to match fixing
0: uh, so anyway um, yeah we need to follow what's happening with Sanajaya Surya uh, I'm sure there'll be developments coming out of that pretty soon yeah um, but,
1: the, but the big ones the Al Jazeera one
0: yeah I was just gonna say the Al Jazeera documentary as well um, if any names are named I think that's when um, that, that's when we'll start seeing... Possibly we'll start seeing heads roll. Yeah, but I don't um,
1: think... So in the documentary, they mentioned... Um, they don't want to implicate anyone, but they've given yeah. all the possible information to Interpol. Yeah,
0: sorry. What, what, I, what I mean, I don't mean names named in the documentary. I mean, like, if it ever comes out, like, specific names of players come out in the public to whatever investigations or uh, that happen.
1: I mean, the um, Interpol can't find their own head. So... <laughs> I don't know how they're going to find... <laughs> Find out anything about Steve? Smith yeah,
0: a, I talk about shady, shady things going on though.
1: Yeah, but the, they did they did a horrible job of. Um, so in in the beginning of the documentary, they speak about some Australian players, and they try to bleach Steve Smith out, but it's just the shortest name, so everyone knows it's they're talking about Steve Smith. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it should be it should be oh, fun.
2: Oh, just
0: Jazeera. Oh dear. Um. Al Jazeera's also, as far as I remember, refused to hand over whatever information it has to the ICC so far, right? Yeah, like it's they cooperating with, it's. I think it's cooperating with Interpol, but not with the ICC. Yeah. Which is weird.
1: They might have their reasons. They're just
0: answers. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, look, I think there, there's a serious possibility of people's heroes getting toppled at this point. As there always has been, with when it comes to fixing. There
2: seems to be a bit of a domino effect about this, actually, because if one falls, they
0: all fall. Look, we all know that the that IPL has been fixed, and Dhoni knows, right? Yeah. Yeah. Look, that, that's just given. Pray to God,
2: no bhakt is watching this, or listening <laughs> to this.
0: <laughs> I, I think I need to. I, I think I need to hold up the Big Bang Theory sarcasm sign, whenever possible. Yeah, definitely.
1: To be honest, uh, at this point, I hope some buck is listening. Because <laughs> the listening fingers are abysmal, dude. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, right.
0: Uh, right. That is us talking about fixing. Um, and we're just going to follow whatever updates come out on that news. Um, but yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. That That's uh, our episode for today. Um, yeah, we're going to... I actually don't even care about wrapping this up right now. I don't even know what to say. See you next week, hopefully.